Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host. Today, we're looking at 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 29. It says this, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. Today, we're looking at who it is that God chooses and who it is that God calls. And it's kind of interesting because throughout history, we see time and time again that God calls the most unlikely people, the people who don't have this incredible resume, don't have an incredible pedigree, don't have an incredible education. I mean, when we think about the God of the universe deciding who he's going to pick to be on his team to do some incredible, incredible things, you would think that he would pick the best of the best. I mean, that's what most leaders do. This actually reminds me of this king that we meet in Daniel 1. And this king was the king of Babylon, and his name was Nebuchadnezzar. And when he was looking for people that he was going to invest in, when he was looking for people who could actually make a difference in his kingdom, he actually sends off for some people, and this is what he looks for. He wanted people from royal family and nobility. Then he goes on and he says in verse four, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing an aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. When he looked for who might be able to be a part of what he had going on, he was looking for the best of the best. He was looking for people who already were incredible. And this makes so much sense. But this is so the opposite of the verses that we read today. This is almost completely opposite of what kind of people God is looking for when it comes to the people that he is calling to be used by him. What is it inside of us that celebrates the underdog being invited to be a part of something that by all accounts seems like they are so underqualified to be a part of? What is it about our souls that we are so excited every time we see somebody step into greatness that when we look at their humble beginnings, we're like, whoa, that was unbelievable. And I love that throughout the Bible, We see story after story after story of how God chose the unlikely to do something significant. And today in our reading, the Kellers describe two particular people who were unlikely to be a part of something so extraordinary. The first person is the story of Gideon. 
Now, if you've never heard the story of Gideon, this is an incredible story because you see, when we meet Gideon, we see him, he's actually hiding because there are people that are oppressing him and his people and his family. And so he is threshing wheat, but he is threshing wheat in the middle of a hiding place in a wine press. And this is where the angel of the Lord comes to Gideon and he says, Gideon, mighty warrior. And I'm sure Gideon looked at this angel and is completely shocked because Gideon doesn't view himself as a mighty warrior, but instead he views himself as someone who is fearful. He views himself as someone who is unqualified because he knows that the family that he comes from is actually the lowest of the low in his tribe. He knows that he doesn't have what it takes to even thresh his wheat out in plain view of the enemy because he is so scared. And this is where the angel of the Lord comes and finds him. And here is what the angel of the Lord says. He comes to him. And the first thing he says is the Lord is with you. Catch this mighty warrior. I'm sure Gideon is completely shocked that the angel of the Lord would actually refer to him as a mighty warrior. And you see, the angel of the Lord is not referring to him as a mighty warrior because of all of the things he brings to the table. The angel of the Lord is actually referring to him as a mighty warrior because in verse 14, it says, go in the strength that you have and save Israel out of the Midian's hands. I am the one that is sending you. And so he's saying, you are actually a mighty warrior, not because of all the things you bring to the table, but because of all of the things that I have put inside of you, you have strength in you, you don't even know about. And I love that we serve a God that comes to the most unlikely and says, hey, I've put something in you, you don't even know about. And not only have I put the strength in you, but the Lord also said, I will be with you. And I'm going to be the one to strike down the Midianites, leaving none alive. You see, in this story, God shows up to the most unlikely person. And he says, I'm choosing you to do something extraordinary. I'm choosing you to actually save your people And it's an amazing, amazing story. If you've never read it, take time to read it. You can find it in Judges 6. It's so incredible. So why is it that God would use Gideon or people like Gideon? The Kellers talk about the Gideon principle. And here's what the Gideon principle is. It's that God chooses the weakest and the least likely to succeed so that All glory is clearly his and does not come through the agency of men and women. And so if today you find yourself much like Gideon, feeling like there is no way that you could bring anything to the table, there's no way that God would want to choose you. I want you to remember that you actually might be in the perfect spot for God to say, I'm choosing you, son. I'm choosing you, daughter, not because of what you bring to the table. I'm choosing you because you don't bring anything to the table. But when you submit yourself to what God might have for you, then his name is going to be proclaimed and glorified because it is only God that could have done that extraordinary thing in you and through you. And that is something to celebrate. 
There's a second person that the Kellers talk about in today's reading, and I'm going to read straight from what they say. They talk about how of the 11 surviving disciples, Peter failed most egregiously during Jesus's arrest and execution. Yet in John 21, Jesus forgives him and makes him the leader. It's as if Jesus said, because you have been the biggest failure, you have the potential to be the greatest leader. Plunge your failures into my grace and it will make you both astonishingly bold and profoundly humble at the same time. And so profoundly wise. The Kellers describe the Peter principle. And the Peter principle simply talks about how we may absolutely mess up. We may fail just like Peter did. And just because we have failed a little bit or a lot, or maybe we feel like we've failed so much that there's no way that God could ever use us, that just like Peter failed, God also gave him so much grace And what I love is that if we submit ourselves to God, if we humble ourselves, plunging your failures into God's grace, it will actually make you both astonishingly bold and profoundly humble at the same time. And so profoundly wise. And so today, if you feel like you're too weak for God to use you, if you feel like you have messed up too much for God to use you, remember the Gideon principle. And remember the Peter principle. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much that you've chosen us to be a part of something extraordinary, not because of anything that we bring to the table. As we look at the characters that we looked at today, as we look at Peter and Gideon, it reminds us of our own deficiencies. It reminds us that we are so unlikely And it also reminds us that we should celebrate the fact that you still chose us. And so, Lord, when you use us to do something extraordinary, would you remind us that it's not because of us, but it's because of you? And would you help us not take the glory for ourselves, but instead celebrate the glory that only is for you? We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.